I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot. I'm Darren Miller. And I'm Travis Helwig. We just watched Vancouver versus LAFC, which I don't remember the final score of, Darren. Do you? It was like 100 to 1. Yeah, I think we won. I just want to start off with Abel's comment right off the beginning. Hashtag Wefsby Whack. <laughs> Wack. It's weird. It was one of those games where, like, yes, it it was going to be like a yes, Wack, but that wasn't the issue. But then it kind of turned into, yeah, it kind of was the issue. Yeah. At a certain point. Yeah. That was, there was two very different games that were just played. Two different, very different matches. It was sad feet out. I'm just feeling very sad. (laughs) I like that you're wearing the scarf. Like, do you remember that children's? Like a a regular scarf. Yeah. Like like, winter scarf. Do you remember that children's story where like the girl had the thing tied around her neck and she was like, don't take it off, whatever you do. And then finally the boyfriend took the scarf off and her head fell off. What I'm talking about. That's a children's story. Yeah. It was like a horror story. I forget what it was from, but yeah, (laughs) that's what you look like. Speaking of horror stories, (laughs) this is a capital S segue back into the match. Yeah. That was something that was a really frustrating thing to watch i mean i think i think it's pretty fair to say we would have won that game if dola wasn't forced to play Ilya at center back yeah and i want to say he might not have been forced to play Ilya at center back there may have been other options than playing Ilya at center back perhaps like say starting giorgio chiellini and then if you, we need to or we're ahead, we're feeling good, you switch Ilya back to center back. But playing the first 70 minutes with Ilya at center back where there's an argument to be made that two, at least two, if not all three of the goals came from some flubs by Mr. Sanchez, who I love, I will always love. But sure. for being 
Well, having to play him in a position. We are supposed to have the most depth at center back in the league. And we had our center midfielder playing center back today. Well, I, I think it's fair to say that Chiellini may have just not had enough in the tank to go any more than he did. Like, yeah, if that's just the, the situation he was in, putting him in when they put him in doesn't necessarily mean he could have been put in any earlier. But I don't know what else they do. I, I do think it's like you put in Ilya there and that's immediately clear that it's a weak, it's a weakness, not only there, but the spot he leaves open. Yeah. And our entire midfield had nothing as well. Well, in the beginning. And I, I don't want to, we're going to bring him on in a second. I don't want to insult my good friend, Joey. Oh, yes, I <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think Daniel Chrysostomo has it. I don't think he's ready. And this is, even last game where we we said maybe he had a decent game, this one was worse, I think, in my opinion. We, I, I, I don't know. There was a lot to be frustrated about. Quickly, I want to say some happy foots because there was a lot to be happy about in that game. That could have gotten out of hand fast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my happy foots are as following. Are as, follow, are as, as follows. My happy foot are as following. <laughs> Stipe Butte got an assist. And it was a nice assist, and I never doubted Stipe Buke. Um, <laughs> Stipe Buke also sucks in other parts of the game. Let's not give him everything back. I never doubted him. Bring Carlos Vela. Carlos Vela played his best game in months. Carlos Vela looked great. He looked he active. Did. He looked. He looked like, like Carlos Ar- Vela. He he. Every part of the game, I thought Carlos Vela played well, along with Denny Buanga, who very much seemed like he was upset at what we said in the preview episode, which is, will he ever score again? And the answer was yes, almost immediately. And <laughs> the other thing I want, <laughs> the other thing I want to say is I switched over like 60 minutes into the Dave Denholm feed. I forgot that you can listen to the radio feed and I, d- I had never done it before. And I-, I listened and it was when they were checking the VAR for the handball in the box. And when they didn't give them the PK, which was obviously a PK, <laughs> Dave Denholm said, I hope VAR dies in a grease fire. <laughs> and that was a happy foot for me. That's a solid happy foot. I was like, that's something we would say on this show and immediately be worried about. You're just broadcasting <laughs> that over the airwaves? Yeah, that's solid. That's good stuff. That's great stuff. I, I'll, I'll throw my happy foot. I mean, my happy foot was essentially more of an overarching, arching. It really felt like the second half, we didn't have, qu- we didn't quit. It felt like we were pushing a broken down car to where it needed to go. It was like, mm-hmm. we're just going to force our way back into this. We're going to make it happen. I, I don't ultimately, I think if you start from that position that late in the game, like it's just too, it was just too much of an uphill battle, but we were, we were going uphill. We were, we were venturing uphill the way that I, like, it was the fight that I would want to see them make. They were putting opportunities together. It was a completely different team than we saw in the first half. Yeah. I, Buanga and Vela, like you said, were actually playing the way that they're supposed to play on paper. I mean, if if the second half team had showed up in the first half, I feel like we would have crushed them. I that loss felt so much better than a lot of the losses in the stretch yes. that we have said yep. was bad. We were the yep. better team. I don't think anyone watching would not say we were the better team. It was an incredibly frustrating game. Four minutes of stoppage time is one of Stupid. The most angry I've ever felt. Yep. But Joey's been waiting for a long time. Let's bring him yes. on. Sorry, uh, Joey. You you got it. You got a way in here. <laughs> Joey, I? welcome to welcome to the show. 
<clears throat> now that you're on the show, you, yeah, you do. <laughs> I know. There was like, I had a second, I had a half thought to like turn off my camera and just not be on the show. But <laughs> sorry, now you're in here. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here. Yeah. I was at the game for a half. Oh, okay. Then I came home because we're still doing injections for IVF. So that's fun. So yeah. Happy Foot Tillman came in the game. Yes. It was kind of nice. I was like, a, that was a really ragtag yeah, midfield. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say about Chrysostomo, but yeah, he didn't look amazing. I I was singing his praises when he was good. I don't have a whole lot to say about <laughs> him right now. It's always hard to watch the game from the North End too. So you don't see like every single thing that's happening. But uh, yeah, so there are definitely some happy foots there. Some sad foot. I was talking trash to my Canadian friend because Vancouver had not won an away game in the MLS for more than a year. Dave Denholm said before the game, it was June 18th of 2022 that they last won an away game. And uh, Nemo Stadium, we we let them come in. We let them. We let them do it. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it's not often we lose on a Saturday night at home. And I said this much in the preview episode. Doesn't feel good when it's one of those games where we know the crowd's going to be into it and we're going to want it. But I don't know how it was. How was the the Pride Night in general? Was it fun, Joey? I saw a bunch of people got married. Or, or, right, or, or <laughs> there was one. There was one wedding, I believe. Yes, at least I, at least one wedding. A I think I think at least three hundred people got married. <laughs> Everyone that's, in the thirty that's like my brother is that's now like Danny telling me that Tr- Darren has like a hundred kids, uh, or at least three of them on LFC too. I do have a bunch of kids. Yeah, maybe they got <laughs> I think, married. I think uh, they're all married now. Julian Gaines is your kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. One couple got married, Mazel Tov to, to Max and Taylor. I hope I didn't just butcher their names. I think that's who they are. That's and amazing. they got yeah, engaged cool. last year at Pride Night, so that was oh, awesome. Cool. Yeah, they got engaged um, on the pitch last year, I believe. Yeah, I'm I'm a clergy person myself as an ordained rabbi, so I had some little bit of critiques with the officiant, <laughs> but I'll have to take that up with them specifically. Yeah. Um, no, I think you should air it out. I think what you should do... Yeah, should I think like you that, should just do public. <laughs> you should be like that cell phone guy, the guy who was upset at the 3252 over <laughs> the cell phone, and really just lay into so like someone in a very public forum. <laughs> Well, how about skipping that and just uh, commenting on the Pride Night in general? The, Real classy uh, movie, guest, I love it. The guest DJ was, I guess, the first lesbian DJ on the Vegas Strip. Played an amazing pregame set. I thought she was really dope. Oh, cool! Um, the vibes were very there. I'm proud to have the proud to have the Pride. Oh yeah, that was giveaway. rad. Oh, that was the giveaway, right? Yeah, that and I, I actually awesome. might have a, an extra one to spare to the Happy Fat Foot Sad Foot family. For sure. Uh-oh. Yeah, thank you. Add off yeah. in the comments. Who wants it? It's a fight. This is like... This <laughs> I thought, is like see, that's the, the difference baguette. between me and Darren. I assumed you were giving it to <laughs> the me. Host, and yeah. Darren was like, I, who in the chat wants it? That's a good... He said the happy for family, and Travis yeah. thought, oh, me. Yeah, and I I'm thought, the father the, of the family. The listeners. <laughs> This is this is uh, the upside down. Like, who's the fascist of the hosts? Yeah, I'm suddenly surprised. Yeah, I'm da- surprised. Darren is the one that hates the cops, and I <laughs> exactly. It can't be both um, of us. Well, Joey, thank you so much for calling in as always, and good luck with your shots and and for donating your extra pride flag to me specifically. Yeah. <laughs> All right, later, guys. All right, thank talk you to for you joining us as always. Well, we missed a bunch of cool comments. Cool comments. <laughs> the comments did missed a bunch cool. of like really fucking cool comments while very we were chatting. Very cool. Very chill. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. What do we want to say about J Mac tonight, huh? We want to say anything about our boy John McCarthy? I, I think he was your classic hit or miss J Mac tonight. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a, we had a great Jonathan last game, and we had no. It's it's, it's just it's, he goes he's hot and cold. You're right. He's hot and cold within every game. I mean, last game he didn't have the cold part, but this game, like he usually he will have incredibly convincing saves and weird fuck ups. They're like, why? Yeah. It wasn't that bad tonight. I I don't think any of the goals should have been saved, really. Yeah. So. And I I also, Daniel brings this up. I also, he, Daniel also asked if we had posted the link yet to call in in the main chat, which we can do now. We've, we give the Patreon a few extra minutes to call in first. A little head start. But Daniel. Daniel says, yeah, this loss was on us, but the issue I'm seeing with the refereeing as of late is that it's far too inconsistent. And I don't like blaming refs. I think everyone always, like every single game, someone's writing Westby Whack in the chat. And a lot of the times the pro refereeing sucks. Tonight, there was some refereeing decisions that made no sense. Why go to VAR if you're going to say that a ball that hits an arm one week is a PK? off VAR and the next is not. It makes no fucking sense. I'm so confused by this because in both cases, the people calling the game on the broadcast were like completely agreeing with the ref. They were like, well, yeah, that's how it goes. And it's like, I can't go both of those ways. Interesting. Cause Dave Denholm, that's when I switched over to him and he was furious that it wasn't a, uh, well, he gets to be, PK. he gets to be like, he doesn't have to put on airs that he's objective. Right. Right. I guess maybe it is funny listening to Max. It's funny listening to Max do it where he's like, you could tell he gets excited when LAFC's close to scoring, but he has to hide his true color. Yeah, I love it because you, I I do feel like he does a really good job of composing himself in a way such that LAFC fans and no one else can tell the subtext. Like on the, the first Whitecaps goal, he like gave the requisite amount of excitement that a play caller should give yeah. and no more. It was like the exact perfect amount to be like, yes, that was very exciting. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 the refs, this game just were so yeah. Inconsistent is the right word. It was a very frustrating game to watch. And on top of it, the four minutes of stoppage time made me fucking furious because the amount of time wasting in that second half was as if it was a playoff game. They wanted that win so bad. And yeah. It was so clear. And like all of the callbacks of the, we were trying to go fast off kicks and they would call the ball back or whatever. It was so frustrating that the ref wanted to be the focal point of the game that way. And then not allow us to have at least six minutes of extra time in a game that deserves much more. We got some happy foots in the chat though. Edgar says, happy foot. I got my Bawanga Blast t-shirt. All right. Good day to get it. I want to see how it looks. We we have, how is it? Yeah, we haven't we haven't gotten them ourselves. <laughs> we got uh, our merch on. This looks yeah. good. Yeah. Here's the book. I like Here's this. The merch. You guys you guys like merch? I think this um, is the proper way to wear our scarf by the way is uh, if we lose you have to wear the sad feet out yeah. uh, after the game. My yeah, I think whenever <laughs> something bad happens you have to hold up the sad no, feet. I am sad now. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I yeah, the the urgency that Keelini was playing with at the end of the game made me very happy. Yeah. Our stars all all I want to say brought it, but like brought it in the second half. Like everything was what you said, like we were clearly the better team tonight, but it's like, yeah, in the second half, 
I remember going into halftime being like, well, we completely shifted the momentum, but until the 44th minute, yeah, that was a train wreck. Yeah, I remember looking at the time. Yeah, I think you tweeted something about it being like the 33rd minute, and I couldn't believe it was the 33rd minute. It was an infuriating <laughs> game. Yeah, I think I tweeted like it's the 33rd minute, and I could be hoping for a goal, but I, I instead I'm just hoping for the 45th minute. Right. Gil Domingo says Sadfoot first loss on Pride Night. Lawman Trash Can. Mm-hmm. His name is Lawman in Trash Can, but I like Lawman Trash Can. It rolls Law off Man the Trash tongue can. a little bit. Yeah. Lawman Trash Can. Sadfoot, <laughs> we lost the game that we shouldn't have because we looked so good in the second half. I will say, yeah. after we made those later subs, we didn't look as good. When Bogush and Stipe came out and Apoku and who else came in? Tillman and Duenas. Mm-hmm. We we still got chances, but they weren't as there was a period of time around the 50th minute where we were passing really, really well in the final third. And we didn't see that at the end. The end, it felt much more panicked. A couple more happy foots before we bring a special guest on. Happy foot. J-Mac showed fight in the second half after 2-0. Sad foot. J-Mac performance has dropped the last couple games. That's from Danny Boy. I agree. We we talked about J-Mac's hit and miss performance. Danny Angel, happy foot. We can share our good takes, bad takes, talk shit, make fun, and focus on what's more most important, which is supporting the community, even when it means being there for each other after a loss. Daniel, very beautiful. Wow, wow, a profound, a poignant comment. Really, like it was like a climactic speech at the end of an epic film. I will say, I wasn't when I clicked it to put it on the screen. Was not prepared. For the amount of reading I'd have to do when I was about to read. <laughs> but then that's good because it ended up being worth reading that much. That's good. Ryan Olson says, sad foot. I think I'm more excited for Thorington's work this summer than I am for the matches between now and then. Ryan, <laughs> yeah. Great you point. and me both, my friend. <laughs> you and me both. He, his performance is the one we're looking out for at this point. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we bring All on right. a special guest to the show? Adam Conover, thanks for Welcome joining. Welcome to the show, Adam. Hello, hi, a sad wow. day, a sad feet. I'm here with John Cohen. Who John Cohen? Hey, hey. how's it going, Johnny? John Cohen. Uh, he's driving in a stressful part of the freeway. Where last time I was in this part of the freeway, the guy I took to the game rear-ended somebody and ruined his whole night. So, uh, well, yeah. I want you to know that we have actively asked people to not call in while driving, and so it means a lot that even you, a Hollywood celebrity, would break our rules, Adam. <laughs> I, I was about to say I was about to say calling in from a passenger seat is a yeah, that's okay. Is a post-game okay. having yeah. a set foot pro move. Okay. <laughs> Should I say my happy feet and sad feet? Of course, we'd love that. Please. Okay, so my happy, foot, my happy foot was I had three birria tacos with cheese before the game with a little cup yeah. of orange juice at my favorite restaurant in Los Angeles, the birria guys outside of BMO Stadium. That was a very happy foot. Where is that? that? Where 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 is that? It's always in a slightly different place. It was by the, I think of it as the Mr. Fry's Man entrance. Yes. Uh, I love Mr. Mr. Fry's man never open, but it is still (laughs) not open today. As people were leaving, starving for fries. Uh, (laughs) Guys, I forget the name of the stand, but oh, my God, it's so good. They got the giant vat of birria going. They like haul it out and like hack it to pieces and like grill the tortillas like in the the goat juice. It's incredible. It's the best food I've ever had. (laughs) Goat Um, juice. (laughs) So that was great. Sad foot. I mean, we lost the game. That was sad. Yeah. Uh, here's a here's a different sad foot. There should have been more pride stuff after your wonderful interview with Luke. 
which I loved. And I really appreciated the history and the perspective, which I hadn't heard. I've talked to Luke before, but I didn't know all of that. I was like expecting, frankly, a little bit more on the Interesting. field. Then, yeah, then the flag, I mean, the flag, and there was a pride-themed Falcon guy, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I just, I just expect a little bit more, a little bit more. Did what? Did Ali? Did Ali have a pride flag in her mouth? <laughs> no, Ali was Ali was protesting that they honored uh, a, a a gay rights activist because Ali doesn't approve of that. Ali wow. was oh, huge reveal, Ali. Yeah. Oh, that's so disappointing. Ollie, yeah, Ollie, Ollie, like, Ollie, no. made, Ollie made a big announcement that next week is Faith and Family Falcon. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Ollie. Yeah. Oh Ollie, no. Yeah, Ollie doesn't think that Pope Francis is the real Pope. Uh, Ollie, <laughs> Ollie, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you know, come to think of it, that makes sense because after the bit started with me loving the cops, Ollie kept texting me and being like, "I really like where this is going." I think he took it really. She took it really seriously. Yeah, I will. Ali, Ali was really happy that the the Wagnerites turned around today in Russia. <laughs> Look, I don't know what Ali believes, but I do have some suspicions about Ali Trainer. Who? No, we don't. We no. don't spread well, misinformation not, not, about real people here. on this podcast. <laughs> Look, John, John Cohen is a student of the game of soccer. So, John, what were oh, yes. uh, your Yeah, John, give us your tactical analysis, John. Without looking away from the road. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that we, we ran really well, but I think we maybe just had a little exhaustion from having played too many games over the last three weeks. That, that was my sad foot. Spoken like a true, a true sporting gentleman. Yeah. Let me tell you something. John, John is primarily a Lakers fan. But I sent him your podcast before he came to the game, and he was all caught up on all of the storylines. That is true. I really would have had a worse time if it weren't for you guys. So thank that you. That means a lot, Jonathan. Wow, I love thank you. Thank you so much. That's an official endorsement. Oh, I'm wait, can bring... I say one other thing? Can I say one Please. other thing? You can hang out if you want. We're, we're I was talking yeah. to friend of the foot, Jeff Talk, right before the show, and yep. we were talking about Mamadou Fall coming back, about Mbake coming mm-hmm. back, <laughs> potentially the team. And and Jeff said, Well, who's like uh, who cares? Is center back really the problem? I think he was proven wrong. That that uh, I think we could have used a little Mbake tonight. So, Looks like center back's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least that was the problem tonight. So yeah, uh, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So that, you. that should do it. See you later. Is Jeff, Jeff, are you watching? I don't know. I don't know if you, you can speak. You you can stand up for yourself if you'd like. Feel free to come on the show. 
I want to bring Daniel on. He's been waiting very patiently. Thank you for for waiting. Hello, good sir. All right, thanks for joining us, Adam. I guess I'll add Travis back on too. <laughs> Travis, welcome back. Hi, Daniel. Nice to meet you. Travis, Hello, returning from sirs. the bathroom. It is an honor to meet uh, meet both the both of you. Excuse me, my speech impediment. It was a, it was nice seeing Adam Conover, who whose videos I watched consistently throughout my college education. But other than that, happy foot. I'll try not to keep you guys too long. Happy foot. I guess we tried tonight. Um, it, was, it, was, it was honestly the first half was fucking atrocious. We were basically we got dominated by Vancouver in the first half. In the second half, I'm proud of our effort. It was obvious that they were coming off what two weeks rest. Vancouver, yeah. they hadn't played something like that. Week. Yeah. So it was obvious that we are clearly dealing with fatigue, and we've been playing. We probably I think we played the most games out of any team this season in the yeah. league. Sad foot. I just want to say all our issues comes from the fact that we don't have a nine. We don't have a dude that lives and breathes in the box. We had that last season. His name was Chicho. Yes, I remember him well. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> he left. So, uh, I mean, look, during we go on these weird runs of good possession. It looks like we're threatening. We're ready to score. But for some reason, we just can't connect. It's, yeah. it's always been that for us historically, but like, when we when we when we really don't show it on bad days, it really shows. And so, when we have Chicho and Dio, those the, all of those goals go in. Just those little tap ins. Yeah. It feels yeah. so much easier yeah. when we have those guys. Even Bradley Wright Phillips when he was here, like it, we just need a number nine. And I pray to God we're going to get one in the summer. And I, I sorry, go ahead. So sorry, Darren. But no, no, no. I just want to just say like the goals where Vancouver scored tonight on the counters beforehand. We were do, doing great on like possession wise. We like we were in rhythm. We were going, but Vancouver snuck up on us, and boom, they scored. So like, if if there was a nine there, if we if we can get someone there in the box and score, I mean, Vancouver doesn't have those counterattacks tonight. So it's it's. I think this season, I think the supporter shield is gone. I think Cincinnati's going to win it. Yeah, it's gone. They're ten points ahead of the ahead of us, and like, there's teams ahead of us. Even then. So I think we still have a shot for the cup. Definitely. Definitely. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone in the West looks particularly threatening. Yeah, St. Louis, but they're new. Seattle, they don't impress me enough. So it this season, if we win a cup or not, it will all hinge who we sign in the transfer window. 100%. If we sign a nine in the transfer window, our chances are good. But so, sorry I kept you guys no, that, that no. was. I'm always impressed by how much smarter our listeners are than us. Thank you for calling <laughs> in, Daniel. I agree with yeah. literally everything you said. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I, that same thing struck me too. When I, I feel like Boanga is often stuck between having to like. Sometimes it feels like he's gripping the wheel too tight and like trying to put the team on his back. But I can feel him doing that because there are other times where he tries to put the cross in and can't. You can't get like a full team effort at a finish together. So he's like, I kind of have to just do it myself. Him and Vela had a little bit of something going on, but like I went that one cross over to Buke where he basically just played it like a midfielder instead of trying to finish. It's like, well, yeah, now Boanga's going to grip the wheel tighter because he feels like, what else is he going to do? Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in Daniel and uh, please call in again. That was very smart. Much smarter than anything we said today. (laughs) The, 
I want to talk about something that is not good about our team. And that is Jose Cifuentes. We have not yet Ooh, mentioned my, my saddest of the sad feet tonight, for sure. Saddest foot. Of you said all. you were you were very upset with the four minutes. I was. I, I want to venture to say I was more upset about Sifu than you were about the four minutes. <laughs> yes, that's possible. Well, because I, I, I just I just hated the guy all game. <laughs> I, I missed, I, I'm done with him. I missed the full the first shot that supposedly he should have made. That people were mad about. But then after I read people on Twitter talking about that, there were like three or four more opportunities where if the ball was at the feet of Vela or Bruanga or honestly fucking Apoku, it would have gone into the back of the net. And Sifu, he just he needs new. He needs to go somewhere else, man. It was rough watching him tonight. I, uh, is he going to like? Yeah, I I'm done with him, honestly. Like I, I, I the thing that you know what the. The pet peeve of mine is when I have like a bit about someone or like a thing that I'm like, oh, you're probably going to do this. And then they fulfill it every time. Like that's why Buke like became like more of a running bit because it's like, oh, well, he keeps doing it. So like we have to call it out now. Yeah. But Sifu is doing it like way more and way and over the course of years now where it's like, are you just going to like put the ball over the net every time you get it? Really? Like that's what we're going to do? I feel like – Maybe the positive. Whew, I'm trying to. I'm trying to calm myself down. I'm really. <laughs> I feel like the, the positives for him. When earlier in his tenure at LAFC, had more to do with him contributing to goals in the setups, and I think he kind of at some point became like he ended up touching the ball later in the process. And it's like, that's not where we, I just not, I want him putting the long ball up and like setting the goal up. Yeah. I don't want like, why does it end up in his, on his feet at the top of the box six times a game? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that frustration is very warranted, Darren. I think we've loved Jose Cifuentes for a few seasons now. We can all agree that this season has not been joyful for him or for us. It's run its course. I hope he enjoys his time in Scotland. I wish that he fucking scored that golden gate called back last yep, week yep. because I really do think, you know, we say people are in their heads a lot on this show, but you watch the way that he's dealing with the ball and it's clear that he thinks he's going to fuck up the moment he touches it. He no longer believes in himself on this team. Yes. And I do think a change of scenery can help. And Scotland is a beautiful place. Yeah. He'll, ha- he'll have a great time. They'll be like, what the fuck? But <laughs> they'll, they'll have fun for from a The Rangers are listening to this podcast. Dude. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know what you're getting into. <laughs> he'll be better. Maybe there. he'll turn I it back get, on. He's for good. Them. He's I don't good. know. He's good. He's good. He's good. He he's is. Just- yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And not to call, I mean, this is the second time that Jeff Talk has come up on this podcast now without him being here to defend himself. But he mentioned in the last post game about Buke, about being like, oh, this is how he gets in his head and we're like perpetuating it. But I I can't buy that. Like these are professional athletes. Like you have to be good enough for noise like this to have zero effect on you. Yeah. Or else you're just not good enough. Like you, of course, there are like an infinite number of players who can pull that off. And of course, so they're, like, young. Where are you they're, they're, they're young. They're like, young, right the but middle? like we can say that they're young, but they're also young in 
they're not young in the context of professional sports. They are on the younger right. side, but they're not Nathan or Daz young. You know what I mean? Like there, you have to have right. somewhat. I certainly didn't have, didn't have a head on my shoulder until I was a fucking 30, but like it, sure. I, if you're going to get into being a professional athlete, at some point you have to learn how to trust yourself over what other people are saying about you or the doubt that you feel in the back of your head. We have another yeah. caller joining us. Um, yes. A good friend of the foot, Luke. Hello. Luke, welcome back to the show. Hey, guys. Whoa, that's a sad. We've never heard Luke this sad. Oh, no. <laughs> well, look, I was at I'm the, saying, on the postgame show. I look on the post game shows. Your your role has become bringing us up. <laughs> well, look, Just I was at the tailgate. <laughs> oh no, nine thirty a.m. Guys, go to and bed. I told, oh no, I told everyone we always win Pride Night, and we didn't fucking win Pride Night tonight. Yeah, and I'm that's pissed. not on you. I know, yeah. I know, I know it's not on me. But look, I, I think it's on you a little got, bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. On second thought, maybe it's on Luke. <laughs> probably is i'm just i you know i was just really bummed with the the like lack of any kind of connection except for i think my happy foot is cheeky cheeky was oh that's a solid freaking one. incredible out there yeah he was incredible and my sad foot you were just talking about him why is he on the pitch put in a kid from LAFC two, he'll be better than Cifuentes. Cifuentes, he had maybe two progressive passes that actually connected. And otherwise, that dude, every time he touched the ball, I saw someone on Twitter was like, Sifu passed to your own team challenge. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it was just every yeah, he's time. He's like betting he against the, the team at this point. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's like it's so also bad. it's one thing to like not convert or not do the thing that he should have done. It's another thing where he was like actively ruining opportunities. Yeah. I will, so I do want I don't want to lose your happy foot though because I don't think we talk about Diego Palacios enough on this show because he's pretty consistent. Like it when he has bad games, they're not as obviously bad as other parts of the team. Um and Palacios' yeah. passing today tonight was incredible there like i said there was a good string of like 10 minutes where our passing was unbelievable um and palacios was involved in a lot of that uh, he works the I, corner so well yeah i feel like we never mention his name and that means that he's doing his job really well i feel that yeah. way about kellen acosta a lot of the time too when we, he plays we need to mention like, his name because we are not going to have really him much longer yeah he is he's that he's so so solid i mean every time he was we, the ball's coming like 50 yards down the field on a long pass, and he just one touch onto the ground, and he's going forward, and yeah. he's finding angles. I mean, that dude is just – hes he was the best person on the pitch for us tonight for me. I, I, for I also have a I have a forward-looking happy foot, too, that I just remembered, which is that Mamadou Fall was there. I think that's a pretty good yeah. indication that our boy is coming back. Oh, uh, hopefully he's worked out his anger issues. <laughs> oh, did he have anger issues? I don't remember. Yeah, that the last time we saw him on the field for us was that Open Cup game against Galaxy last year, where for whatever reason he just started at the end of the game, like racing out into the pitch, and like it was bad. Right, I forgot about oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I'm putting we'll all see. my hopes on him. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, we need uh, more center backs. We only have four. We need another one. <laughs> That's the weird thing. It's like the issue. Yes, the issue was center back tonight. 
And yes, it's because we were so thin there, but like on paper, we're not thin at all. It's just that we didn't have any of Aaron the Long thousand center backs we have. Aaron Long this also got happened. brought off for an injury at halftime of the U.S. men's game. Oh, Aaron that's Long so cool. was injured cool. in the game. No. <laughs> Don't really say awesome. That. I can't. I can't. I can't. No. <laughs> it's so weird. Do you guys feel this too when you get like tweets and stuff that are like, congratulations to whoever for being called up to their national team? And it's like, on paper, everyone is just being like, this is great. Congratulations. This is wonderful. But like, all of us, right? I'm assuming mind, all yeah. of us are like, this sucks. <laughs> Especially, I mean, you want to win the gold cup, but it's like, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even when it's not U.S., even when it's not USA, like yeah. it's like congratulations for you know for to being called up to Ecuador or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, wow, that's amazing. I'm well, just it's like, a good, oh, no, <laughs> it's a good sign that Tillman's back. At, like yeah. some injuries were slowly. Yeah. Acosta is getting there. He was warming up with the team. I saw. Um, yeah. Chiellini is slowly getting his legs back. Hopefully, we can get through this next stretch. We have a week off. That's a big happy foot. Before we wrap we this up, we have a whole week, week off. off. We haven't had Let's a go. we haven't had a week Holy off God. since mid-May. So, like, let's since when has the schedule been on the happy foot column, guys? Yeah, <laughs> not for we're a while. Wrap this up. Not for a we're gonna wrap this up, Luke. But thank you so much for calling in. Happy Pride thank Night. You for calling. Thanks for, for helping organize yes. it. I don't know if you heard Adam Conover called in and and said how much he loved your interview. So, you everyone loves you, Luke. All right, thanks, y'all. See ya. Thanks for joining us. Ugh. All right. Oof. That was well, really cool of him to join us after such an insanely long day. <laughs> well, that's our post game show. We'll be back. I think with, I will not be on the preview episode this coming week. We'll get into it next week when we get to it, but I'm leaving on a flight in the morning. So I will talk to you all on the post game next weekend. Darren, I think is going to be hosting some semblance of a preview guys this week. dad's gone it's time to party we're gonna throw a party in his no house. parents he's, just he's kids. not gonna know he's gonna have no idea we're gonna clean up right before he gets home it's foolproof i promise you okay? if i get home so and that in that pride flag the pride bandana if that's not home if that's not at home when i get there i'm gonna be furious darren it'll be there just like covered in evidence of like <laughs> 30 different people just using like it. beer and puke um <laughs> Well, thank you for for calling in. As always, if you enjoyed the show, you listened this long, you want to support us, check out our merch at happyfootsadfootpod.com or become a Patreon at patreon.com slash happyfootsadfoot. And as always, please subscribe to the pod. Tell your friends about it. Thank you so much for calling and listening and always being there. And if I die in a plane crash tomorrow, it's been a joy. All right. Wow. Travel safe, Travis. Seriously, thank you guys so much for joining us on these live streams. It's been super fun. There's very lively chat going on. We love it. Uh, Hit the like button. <laughs> share this with a friend. If you're having fun, it becomes more fun the more people that are involved. So we'll see you again next week. Thank you to our friends of the foot. We love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 